This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The polls are off and running. And Dan and Jason Bernstein are here to keep you up to date with the stampede. You're listening to Organizations Win Championships. Yeah. And, and you're wondering, what's going on with the Chicago Bulls? And the answer is not a not whole lot. It, this, is, this is what they call the dog days of covering the NBA. However, who calls it that? Who's they? I I learned something that is going on right now that I actually found significant. Oh boy! I, no, I'm serious. All this right, is a no no joke. No joke. Billy Donovan is taking this time, and this is something he does with his teams. He is visiting every player on the roster where they live. And he is going to each player, not to coach anybody, but just to spend time, just to hang out, to meet their families, to get a sense of what they're doing. And I think it's kind of cool. And I don't know how far. Yeah, I don't know how far it ranges. I don't know if he's, I don't know where, like, is, is Vooch home or is he in the United States now? Because I know, like, Jokic goes back to Serbia and, and hangs out with his horses and yeah. his brothers and gets drunk the entire time. Yes. He probably gets, he and his brothers get drunk and fight and then they, they punch horses. I, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know what, what they do for fun, but the, I don't know where, where a lot of these people are. I mean, we know where Damar is. We know the people who, you know, we know where IO is, but this is something that, that Billy really thinks is important and I just didn't know how you felt about it because I thought I, somebody I, I did find this out from a bull source that it's something that's really important to Billy. I think it's a good thing for him to do. I, there's no reason to not try to build a player coach relationship. And as much as he's not coaching right now, I do think it's important to have a good amount of chemistry with your coach, especially with what was going on pre Billy Donovan and this past season with all the locker room stuff and. I I feel like Billy was handcuffed and he was taking a lot of the blame and he was used as a shield uh, for just a lot of player caused problems. And I guess the name organizations win championships is re- uh, really coming into play here. I, th- I think that it's, I guess it's good for the culture, but does it get them closer to winning a championship? I don't know that's my boy that's my line you're stealing my line the there's i get, i think there's two ways to look at it and i i'm going to choose the less cynical way because i think a, a skeptic or uh, a, I'll, I'll i'll choose the pessimistic way 
You don't have to. We're not. This yes, isn't. Yes, I do. No, it's you... it's it's my job. No, it. no, this isn't one of those fake TV shows. This isn't Skip Bayless yelling at somebody, and you're watching in an airport bar somewhere. Skip Bayless catching strays. No, that's, this is no. We're not. We're not going to do well that. Well deserved, though. We don't. We don't do that on this show or any show that I do where we take sides just to take sides. Because so, but I'll let me lay it out for you. And I I'll, want Iguodala. I'll, I'll skip. I'll, I'll, I'll no, that was out. Max Kellerman. Sorry, I didn't know you did a Max Kellerman. We'll we'll lay out both scenarios here. A a skeptic might say, "Well, sure, this is good politics. This is him showing up, showing his face, meeting the family, and then at any point in the season where it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to need you to come off the bench. Oh, I don't know, coach. Like, come on, I was I was in your kitchen having your wife's banana bread. The whole thing. You, you know, come on, do it for me. I'm your guy. Where you build up the some sort of transactional political capital. You know what that reminds me of when you th- when you put it like that. What whiplash when Terrence Fletcher is talking to uh, what was his name? Andrew Neiman, I think, or J.K. Simmons talking to Miles Teller and he was asking about his family and if anybody else in his family was musicians and that same day about 15 minutes later he threw a symbol at his head because his tempo because it was not quite his tempo. Not my tempo. I don't I don't think Billy Donovan is going to throw a chair or a symbol at anybody but uh, he could have, maybe he does make a transactional and ask them to sacrifice for the team because he did this for said player. But I, I, I doubt that's the case. Now this, I, this, I doubt it. This is a fascinating digression if we wanted to do it, because as I explained, about you, whiplash, when we put whiplash on whiplash is it's a, a sports movie. It's Yes. Yes. It is a sports movie. It is, it is unquestionably... And the bleeding hands, taping his hands, seeing the sweat drop on... It, come on, it's, a, it's Rocky, but better. It, no, but he's Bobby Knight. That, that, that's the, the, the J.K. Simmons character, for which he did win Best Supporting Actor. Is that, that's well, that performance was... Oh, he's the best. He's the yeah. best. Big Bears fan, by the way, too. Ah, Bears. Ah, Bears. He likes the Bears. That he's, that, that is, that's a movie about an abusive coach. And so it's interesting you bring that up. So, but I think that's the way the cynic would look at it, where a coach would be like, "Look, I'm doing this for you. I'm making this effort." And that kind of that would be maybe a little boiling, which is the worst thing I can say, as you know, about a coach. So, but let's look at it. Let's let's say this is boiling. I I think it's completely sincere, and I'll tell you that I do. And I think knowing Billy, I think this is a way to build bridges. I think this this is a way to better understand where someone lives where they come from, what makes them tick, because everybody needs to be coached differently. And some guys can can take a kick in the ass and some guys need a pat on the back. And sometimes you got to figure out which is... is yeah, right what does guy. Patrick Williams need? I kind of... I- I'm. I want. I want Billy to give him tough love, and I hope those workout videos that I saw of him were legit. I hope he's making that sort of progress. But I, and not. I. I guess it would be all right if it's coming from a player. Just I wouldn't want it to be hostile. I wouldn't want it to be Demar though. But and Demar's think, been the guy who invited him to come work out. Remember, but see that it's right. a really good question. But the thing is that I don't know how good of an Demar work ethic wise and how he carries himself is a great example to follow. If if I'm Patrick Williams, 
but on court game type stuff, I'd rather him find his own path a little bit, especially I don't want him to be turning into, I'm going to shoot a two every time. I want him to either be, I'm going to shoot a pull up three, a catch and shoot three or dunk on somebody. That's what I want him to be. Remember the discussion we had about the time where the effects mic picked up Zach Levine yelling at Patrick Williams for, for passing up an open three. Remember that? Yeah. And we said that was, I I think we talked about it and we said that was good. I forgot which game it was, but it was Zach on the drive drew his drew Williams's man fed the corner and expected him to shoot it. And when he did, he threw his arms up like, come on. And there were some people said, well, he's being a bad teammate. No. And, and no, I think the response was like, bet, maybe better to hear it from him than it is to hear it from the coach. Because he, and then sometimes coaches will filter that through assistance all the time. When you see Mo Cheeks pull guys aside and, and, and talk to some of those people, you see Fleming pull guys aside. So I, I don't know what we, we're still trying to, it's a work in progress to figure out what motivates Patrick Williams. The, what, what I want though is for, let's, if we take the view of, this move by Billy and, and maybe he got it from Rick Pitino or any number of other coaches that he's worked with in the past, or maybe it's just something that he wants to do. And it's just any manager would tell you it's good practice to get to know your guys. And these are, these are corporations. These are wealthy, important, powerful people that he's trying to manage here. But if he is building these relationships, my hope is he can coach harder. Yeah. Because He's always been, he's always, he sees what we see after the games. He sits there and tells us everything that we saw and validates everything that we saw. But the, my, my biggest criticism. Very little improvement on those things that he noticed. Fix them. Yeah. Coach them. Tell Damar. To maybe, shoot threes. Or maybe this isn't the right possession to use all of the shot clock and, and try to get fouled and fall down. That he, he that knows, was, uh, that, that's how it did. You went a little far with that one. Sorry. That, yeah. that, 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 that was a little too harsh. That was too a little harsh. personal. That was personal. Sorry. I'll withdraw. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, the, it, it would be nice if the capital that he builds up in some way would result in him feeling more confident in coaching some of these guys a little bit harder. That, mm-hmm. that would be my hope. I get that. Yeah. Not quite abusive, but. Oh, well, tough luck. No, I don't think Billy's capable of being abusive. He's too nice. But now, now I'm picturing him in like the mountains of Montenegro with Vooch as they're just like walking around. It's just, just like this. What do you think he did in Oklahoma City? Who was on that team? What would he do with some of those guys? Well, who, what, what character? I, I mean, obviously, well, there was Durant, Westbrook. Harden was not his team. He was never on a. No. Billy. Oh, no, that's right. That was, that was a little guy. Better. It was Scotty Brooks. Yeah. That was Scotty Brooks. Yeah. So I don't know. Durant's probably watching Kevin Garnett videos or something. And Westbrook probably just watching his own. I was <laughs> just going to say he's, he's in one of his walk-in closets trying on. Yeah. Stuff, right. Ma- matching his, uh, his orb and scepter with his top hat. I don't know. The, okay. Let's uh, Westbrook's Westbrook's a good dude. Let's not. He's fine. He's all right. 
So good luck to Billy in making this matter. I wonder, is, do you think he's going to see Owner Alp Bittin? Oh no, you is and he? this, you and, his nickname should just be Anagram. Is he going to Istanbul? Is Billy among, flying in among the minarets in Istanbul? Which, by the way, is a, I don't know if you were awake when we landed in Istanbul. Do you remember I, flying in over the Bosphorus there? And hell no, I, you don't. I just remember the olives in the in the at the, oh, the lounge, the yeah, in the oh, lounge oh, and the golf simulator. The and Turkish all that. Yeah. air lounge is heaven on earth. Oh, it's fantastic! Oh my god, it's the greatest place in the world. But the it was flying in on this beautiful sunny day and seeing all of what was going on in 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 the in the harbors there, and the minarets and the basketball courts in in the city. Oh, I, Outdoor? The number, the oh, number yeah. of basketball courts in Istanbul. There, just usually you'd see like little, you know, uh, futsal like, and uh, soccer. And there yeah. was some of that stuff, but you really got a taste for how ubiquitous hoops is and how hoops crazy. There's so many NBA players yes. in Turkey. I mean, yeah, so many. Yeah, that you don't see a lot of that in a lot of other European cities. It's that noticeable. I don't know why. I, I just remember I don't, that. I don't know why the first Turkish NBA player I thought of was Chetty Osman. That was uh, somebody first... that I would love the Bulls to have. That kind of player. Yeah. Yep. But... You, know, you know who's the first one I remember is Hidayat Turkulu. Do you know that name? Hido Turkulu? Yeah. Oh my. Hidayat. That's his name. Hido. Hidayat. Hedo Turkoglu. I know, but his, oh, he, his was a, he was good. People, I remember watching him t- 2009, 2010. I, I know I was young, but I just remember that name. He and, was a baller. He could play. He Wasn't he on that finals team that, what, that what played was, Lakers and who with was, Dwight? Who was the big piston? Mehmet Okur. You remember yeah. him? I know the name. I don't. Yeah, but I. But I, the reason I remember Turkoglu is I remember the difficulty David Stern had in saying his name, and he tried to. He had it all written out phonetically, and he was kind of making fun of himself because he was struggling. Because that's that's when we were getting a big influx of foreign players. Nah, uh, Turkoglu was a good player. Yeah, like that's one of those dudes when it's just like he's an NBA player. He, right. he was just a he, underappreciated. He was a starter on a finals team. I think, right? That was Jameer think- Nelson and Dwight and Turkey. Yeah, Richard Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. With, against the Lakers. <laughs>